Welcome back to the Runner's Diary, Cork episode 17. Um, we'd just like to welcome everybody back to the show again, just to let people know on the second half of the show, we're going to have an interview with Mark Gallagher from Bear AC, and Mark is the race director for the Irie's Five Miler, and is just going to give us a preview of that race and some further details on it. So that's the second half of this show, um, but we'll kick off this week's episode again now, and I'm going to hand you over to Damien to start us off. Um, we'll start off with some sad news in, in the running scene um, where Mary Turner has sadly passed away on Sunday the 16th of October. Um, Mary has been a part of the running scene for many years and a regular at nearly every business house race and every race around. So um, just a moment there to take just as respects there for Mary. Um, yeah, so uh, Brian, over to you. I think you have a couple of small snippets that we just we've just received as just as we were coming on air there as well. Yeah, some bits and pieces break in there. So uh, congratulations, I suppose, to Michael Harty. First of all, Michael Harty sets the Irish male forty record. So got a nice piece into us there from a great contributor to athletics, John Walsh. Uh, so John Walsh sent us this article. So all credit goes to John here. So East Cork athlete Michael Harty became the first Irish man over 40 to break the 30 minute minutes for 10 kilometer when finishing 10th place overall at the Leeds Abbey Dash in the UK on Sunday morning. Harty's time of 29.42 knocked 23 seconds off the previous Irish record set by Brian Maher in Dunshockland last June, a race in which Harty finished just one second behind the Kilkenny man with his previous fastest time of 30.06. The Leeds Abbey Dash on an out and back course is regarded as one of the fastest 10 kilometers in the UK and attracted over 3,700 runners. Although he wasn't the first man over 40, which was Graham Rush, who ran at a time of 29.31 and was fourth overall, the East Cork man Harty was only second, 18 seconds behind the actual winner. So again, just on our own behalf there, uh, one thanks to John Walsh for the great input there and two congratulations to Michael Harty again from both myself and Damon on a, a great record to set there so well done uh, he's, he's lucky he's got it now he'll have a free year when he, when he turn M40 next year yeah. he's in he's in big trouble then for that one <laughs> yeah another another shout out there a belated shout out so a belated happy birthday to well-known runner and coach Paul Maloney from Mallow AC and that came in from everybody at Donnerail AC club and they just also wanted to express their gratitude to Paul on his coaching of the club and just to say that they're all coming on leaps and bounds there and, and again they much appreciate his his efforts there and um, so well done Paul there again yeah I don't I don't like giving anybody who I run with any um you know plaudits or anything like that and um but I, I look I'll give I'll give Paul this one happy birthday Paul and uh you know you must be good if someone else says it about you anyway that's it uh I suppose before we jump into the the nitty gritty of this week's show we can't not comment on last week's show so again thanks to everybody who contributed we had five great guests on and again we're absolutely overwhelmed with the feedback this week um i'm not too sure numbers wise but like it's gone up well, I, think, I, I, I i checked it i i just in front of me all right and look <clears throat> we've had a good average over the last good few weeks and stuff like that but this has been surpass whatever we we've ever taught at the moment like like as of right now there's 904 listens on it you know i i do i would love to see us actually get to a thousand you know i'm not sure if that's gonna be possible but you know we can hopefully we can what more amazes me more is you know it's now being listened to in i think it's a 27 countries you know from obviously ireland all the way to 
you know, Guatemala, Malaysia, Cayman Islands we got, we got yesterday. So I, I start off, right, if anybody's listening to us in any, any foreign country or any county outside Cork, please send us a message just to let us know where you actually listen to us. And, you know, I'd love to hear who's listening to us in some of these countries and things like that. I did get a few. I think there was a few listeners from Dublin and Limerick actually on our last week's show. And look, again, that's a, there was a lot of good information and in fairness and yeah. people genuinely commented back. And that's obviously, if you do know someone who's running next week, uh, that that episode is still there. Obviously, episode 16, or marathon special, can still be listened to. Um, so never too late and I'd say we will I'm positive that we'll hit the thousand before the end of the week next yeah, week no it's 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 actually it's brilliant and you know it is actually it's given us a great lift and a great buzz you know so I must say that and you know I'm absolutely thrilled with it and it's given us more that we we know we can do this in the future for different events and we have a few things on the pipeline you know which we're we'll be looking into ourselves and you know I think it's just it's getting exciting now to be honest with you yeah, definitely. So puts us under pressure, so, too, maybe. Yeah, and then that's the other side of it, yeah. But look, we'll, we'll get there with these things. So I think what we'll do now is we, we'll, we'll go down to the nitty-gritty. We obviously missed last week's results. So what we'll do is we'll, I'll, I'll run through um, some of the results from last week there first. Um, I'm not, I, we won't go through last week's park runs. We'll go through this week's park runs just for people to know. So we'll just go through some of the, ma the main races from last week. So... We had the Stone Mad Half Marathon in Blarney, where I had to hand over my crown, unfortunately. Um, so that was won by Dennis Hergerty from Watergrass Hill in an incredible time of 109.43, pretty much solo for the whole run. Um, incredible run by Dennis. And I know it, I was running, I've run a bit with Dennis, obviously, and he, he did say to me he would love to break 70 minutes and he didn't think he was in the shape. And, you know, in fairness, he went out and destroyed that course and it was absolutely chilled from um, second place was, um, gee, I don't know his name. I don't want to, can you say that name? I can't mention, I can't say it. Someone, I was with someone during the week who called him Superman and said you'd love that he was called Superman. Yeah, I can't see his, all right, go on, I'll, I'll, I'll say it. Mark, Mark Smith, Smith yeah, from Eagle AC. Um, in this and this galls me. I'm not going to lie to you. This this upsets me more than anything. In a time of one twelve twenty five, he had beaten me by my time from last year by two seconds. But I'm claiming the course is short. Okay, so I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> um, you move the finish line just to get it. Yeah. Um. So no. Um, Look, fair play to him. He's in unbelievable form at the moment, and you know, I, I, I was actually happy for him. Um, and in third place, um, Barry Donovan from Cork Track Club in a great time of 1.13.50. So well done to the three lads there. In the ladies, um, the winner was uh, another training partner of mine, Eva Cook, um, from Eagle AC in a time of 1.16.36. Um, Laura Rooney from Watergrass Hill was second in 125.42 and in third, Linda O'Connor, I think from Watergrass Hill as well, in 126.19. And so, you know, some great times out there, some brilliant running. Um, and I don't know what that I did hear that uh, Mary Sweeney um, and the day who raced it and ran very well picked up her age category and um, collapsed at the finish line and everything like that, but decided, you know, I still need to collect my prize. So back up again and straight to collect our prize. So, you know, she's a, she's a tough cookie, as we all know. So well done to everybody who took part in that. A great, a great event. And it was actually a great day for it as well. 
Um, the Cork Business House Defence Forces 5K. Um, so that was on Sunday as well, the 16th. So Gavin Kenny won that in 15.47. John Mead from St. Finbar's in the Department of Education won that, came second in 1554. Kieran McEwan from um, Grange um, <laughs> was third and from Cranky Coaches as well in 1628. Uh, in the ladies, Lizzie Lee from Apple and Leeville won the ladies in 1641. And a Sneed in, from Eli Lilly and God, Amel, that's it. It's West Cork lady, though. Yeah, and Niamh Moore uh, from HSC and Leeville finished in 1736. And then the last big race of the weekend was obviously the Autumn Open Cross um, up in Dublin. So we have a few of the Cork winners and I will bear in mind, please, people, if you do want um, to know if we've missed anybody, please let us know. You know, we just go through the results ourselves and we don't mean to miss anybody. So if you have missed anyone, give us a shout, send in the names or anything like that, you know, with your help as well, this would make it a, a lot easier for us that we won't miss anybody. Um, in the female 35, you had a fantastic win by a girl on fire, Sinead O'Connor from Neve, um, and in third place was Fiona Sanctuary from East Cork. In the F40, a name who we've mentioned many, many times, Michelle Kenny from Leeville. Um, in the F50s, you had um, Rita Gaffney from Mallow, AC, and Carmel Crowley from Bandon AC. Again, you know, always on the podiums, and so brilliant to see that. And in the junior women, you had Avril Mel Melvrick from Yall AC and Nicole Deneen from Leavale AC. So well done to all the ladies there on some fantastic running. In the men's, in the M35, you had John Shane from Leavale. Shane Collins from Leeville and Conor McCauley from Leeville in the M35 who took the top three in that, some unbelievable running there. In the M40, Paul Maloney from Mallow AC, the birthday boy, um, who took second place in the M40. And then in the M50, you had Vivian Foley um, from Eagle AC in running another fantastic race, but it will be discussed because Donald Copley beat him. <laughs> so that's just the rundown on some of them results there. For that. In the men's senior race, there was a fantastic win by Dara McAnally. Uh, the Glengariff and UCD men um, took the win over his training partner in what looked like a commanding victory for him. So well done, Dara. It's fantastic to see his form continue. And, you know, it's a going to be a very exciting next few months and years for Dara going forward. I'm delighted to say I'm joined by Paul Maloney of Mallow AC. How are things, Paul? How are you? Hey, hey Damien. How are things? All good, yeah. It's great. Um, we're, we're, we have you on today to talk about um, the Autumn Open up in Abbottstown, which was on the 16th of October, um, and to kind of get a bit of a lowdown on your um, second overall in the M40 and fourth place in the Masters. Um, how did the race yeah, go for you? I think actually, Damien, for one, I think I was actually third because the guy who came first in the over 40s, for some strange reason, didn't pop up in the results. Okay, sorry, yeah, because so, so you were third, okay, perfect. Yeah, That's over 40, and um, yeah, just because what's, I don't think his name actually popped up in the results. Perfect, but, um, do you, what's, what's his name, Paul, there? I'll just hang up there and I'll get him there instead. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hang on, I'm just going to turn there. <laughs> <laughs> so, how did the race go for you all together, Paul? And you know, um, yeah, the, like the race went very well, Damon. I'm very happy with it. Like you know, um, it's one of these races that I kind of, I kind of look forward to every year when it's on and things because cross country be uh, one of the my loves in running. Really, I suppose everyone knows that. I, I kind of yeah. look forward to cross country every year, like you know, and since it hasn't been on now for the last couple of years. It was nice to kind of go up and run it, and especially as well because with it being on in Ireland, I suppose every fifth year it yeah. won't be on again till 2027, is it? I, I think so. Like I've been on a few of these teams before, but I've never ran it in Ireland, so I suppose that was a draw this year for me to go up and um, compete in it again. But, yeah, um, yeah. Um, like it was a, it was it was a close, very close race. Like I, I know between first and you know yourself, you know there was only was it nineteen seconds, you know, and over cross country that's probably was all built up in maybe the last lap of it. Um, how was the conditions and all that for you? Yeah, that was it. It was um, active conditions were actually very good for running, and I said hadn't ran up in Dublin. It looked like for weeks because the ground was just so hard up there. And plus, when we landed there, like, you had all the juveniles, the, the kid relay races, you the women's race. And then our race came on at 3 o'clock, and the ground was still perfect. It started yeah. to rain lightly, but it was actually grand. Like, you know, it was good conditions. It was nearly like running on a road. The surface was so okay. nice. Yeah, and yeah. I, I, we did, we did see Donald Coakley put up that, you know, there was yeah. an opportunity to wear the alpha flies. Are, are they, they... <laughs> are you were keeping an eye out because you don't know if fellas could pop up with these alpha flies anywhere. Like, but, um, yeah. really, really hard and good running, but um, it's an excellent race as well because the way it actually starts, it's like you've got probably two or 300 people on the start line, whatever the number is, but you've the juniors, the seniors and the masters all in one race. But yeah. you've got like... I think it's between four and 500 metres with a bottleneck down to four metres wide. It goes from about four okay. metres down to four metres. And everyone's just trying to get in in as high up in the, the placings as possible because if you're kind of cut back a bit, it can really mess up your race a bit, like, you know. There's just so many people in that race, but it, it's mad. It's, it's, it's an excellent race to be part of, like. Yeah, and I, I, it definitely helps as well Paul was like you know obviously there was a nice group of people there for you you know what I mean it's not a lonely cross country yeah, race which can something happen that sometimes you know you were probably you were probably in a group the whole time you know, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly and like you know exactly who you're racing then I suppose is in the masters and things and you're right there was like you could have thrown a blanket I suppose from uh, I think was it Brian Maher might have been the first one over over the line in the masters and he's actually after moving into the M45 category this year. So I think even between him like and the 10th person, there could only be like 25, 30 seconds between yeah. the top 10 masters or whatever. So it is, it is very competitive. Like, And I suppose you'd have been close to the top 30 in, in the race then overall, like, you know, with seniors and juniors and everything. But an excellent Thanks. race. Like, it goes off unbelievably fast. Like, it was, oh, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's just crazy, like. It's just, yeah. even after the first 800 metres, you're just thinking, geez, this has gone off way too hard. But you kind of have to, to get your position in, on this course the way it, it narrows a lot. Like, but, but yeah, the and very steady in for the whole race, looking back on it afterwards. like Yeah, and you're in the race with, with Dara McAnally and all the lads as well, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. That's all the same. You know, so like the lads, in fairness to them, are, like, they're going to set the pace start at the start yeah. and everyone's yeah. nearly going to go with that for the first 
that's it. Like I think you're looking at it there, like you're going through eight hundred meters in low two minutes, two kind of two minutes ten, that kind of way. Like you know, yeah. And then it's, you're just trying to settle, and maybe some people come past you then or whatever. But you kind of get into your running. Like I think between my first um, mile and the last mile, like there was only like two or three seconds between the difference between the okay. just under the five miles for the race. So it was yeah. moving along nicely. Like you know, you were kind of close to five minutes. Five minute ten miling for the for the whole kind of thing, like you know, to to one of the races as well. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that, that race obviously has, which you know, has set you up nicely you now and given you plenty of confidence because you know some people might know and some people may not know you're you're doing Dublin on Sunday. Um, so, you know, has that given you the extra confidence going into it? Ah uh, well, it it has like, and it was one of those things. I suppose you're you're trying to make a decision: do I do I run the race or do I not? It's coming up where it is kind of close to to Dublin, like you know, having a two weeks after it. So I kind of um, like Dublin this year for me is kind of a race where I'm looking just to do another marathon and kind of feel good doing it. Mm, but yeah. I never put myself under pressure for going after a really fast time as I did in my first marathon last year, where you name it, it and went wrong for me. So it's yeah. kind of it's been one of those build ups where it's been overdone or underdone, then overdone if if you know what I mean. You know, training yeah. words. So like it wasn't that much of a risk, I suppose, running the race two weeks before it and would have been held in Ireland this year. It was always kind of on the cards for me. So you were kind of weighing it up and thinking Will it affect Dublin that much? But I don't think it will with how far out it was. And it's still it's still two weeks. You know, it's it still is, two weeks. You know, I enjoy I enjoy the cross country a lot, and you know, it is it is nice to kind of get on that team as well first and foremost, and kind of used it as my last kind of harder session, I suppose, before yeah. Dublin. And. and- how has training in general been going for you? Like I know, in fairness, like you know, I've, I've seen you in the last few weeks. You've ha- you've had a kind of with Mark Smith training with you for on the Sundays and stuff like that, which yeah. probably which have helped each other drive on a bit. Um, but have you have you been tipping away in the mileage? You know, have, I suppose, yeah, like um, like I suppose when we came back from Spain was like ten weeks ago, and that was kind of when I decided I got a kind of a late entry when they opened up the books again for Dublin. Did a did a few. Numbers returned, I think, and they opened the book. So I got one of those. And um, it was kind of a last-minute kind of a thing, really. I really know 10 weeks might sound a lot, but I suppose for a marathon and just to say, look, I see what shape I can kind of get into without putting myself under too much pressure for it and just kind yeah. of enjoy, enjoy it with it being a local home marathon. And um, training's been good. Like, I, I got to run a half marathon there above and right out the national half, and I got a good run out there, but I picked up a knee injury off it. So it's just an old um, meniscus injury I have in my right knee. So that flared up after the half marathon. So that has kind of hampered the build-up. And I suppose that's what's after making me sit back and just say, look, time goals and things you weren't able to do as much mileage as I probably would have liked to do, you know. But I've been cross-training a fair bit now just to kind of keep everything moving along. But I've been hitting some good sessions in recent weeks and um, the long runs have been good. So, yeah, looking forward to going up and just having a good run out. And it'll be one of those marathons, I say, where the, it'll be see how you feel at halfways and, and judge it on the day kind of thing, like, you know. Exactly, yeah. Going after a time from the start or something like that. 
So I'm going to finish on two things, Paul. First of all, yeah. we you'll 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 hear in the main show as well. We do mention this, but um, Donna Rail AC sent us in a message um, to give you a happy belated birthday. Um, no, <laughs> I wanted to thank you, obviously, for all your your coaching that you've done with them, and you know, yeah. you know, they're, they're thrilled with it, and you know, it is fantastic to be involved with that for you and for them to have someone like you in that involved as well. Indeed. So they're they're, they're, an, they're an excellent club and a, and a great bunch of guys and girls all together. You know, it's just, all their sessions are so enjoyable, and I think they're a post up recently as well. They're always looking for new members below there and things. So yeah, yeah so anyone no. in the local area, Daniel, wants to get in contact too. To finish on on this last note for you, um, just give you a little bit of motivation. Uh, you were training with Mark, with Mark a couple of weeks ago, where you I think it was at eighteen miles at marathon pace, and you know Mark got through it, and I think you you pulled the plug smartly at mile sixteen. But yeah. we were talking to Mark afterwards, and he turned around. And he goes, "I finally broke him. He's gone." <laughs> yeah. so, so just bear that in mind, you know. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. But he, in fairness, like I have met Mark for the last four weeks for the long runs, and he's so strong. And I'm like, you know, it is, he, he's 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 in great shape himself. Yeah. So no, he he, he thinks that's he one had, of the first times you can say I was actually worried <laughs> in the section then pulled the plug at sixteen, like you know. So, yeah. Best of luck next Sunday. Um, we, we look forward to catching up with everybody over the next few weeks with how they got on with results and things like that as well. And yeah. um, we hope it goes well for you. And look, we'll see you on the road soon, Paul. Very good, Damien. Yeah, and uh, that podcast you'd up about um, Dublin last week, that was very good as well, I suppose, for, for even for me who have hasn't run Dublin before, I, I, I got great snippets from it. Like, so that was Thank a you, good one. It's, yep. it's going to be brilliant. It's, it's going very well for us. We were delighted with it. Yep. Oh, thanks, yep. thanks for that. Paul, thanks very much. And if we no will talk to you. We'll chat you soon. Cheers, mate. Park runs. Yeah. Um, I start off with Tremor Valley Park with 160 runners. John Collins from Skibber Ream was the winner in 1654. And Siobhan Walsh um, from Carrington Bar in 2114. Um, Glen River next, so we had 67 in Glen River, and first there was David Gibson in a time of 20.09, and first female home was Sandra Walsh in a time of 24.24. And Dana McCroom did 50 this week, um, Dover Collins from Green Blazers, you know, fantastic love, uh, <laughs> 19.05, and Jennifer Ring in was the winner for the women's in 23.21. Glen Gareth next, so first in Glen Gareth was Callum McElhaney uh, from Bantry Athletic Club in a time of 19.08 and first female Alice Coppinger uh, again from Bantry Athletic Club in a time of 22.50. And Clannacilty, you Sean Denine, um, is a winner in 17.50 and Laura Scott-Allworthy um, from Linking Wellington AC in 25.05 for the ladies. Bear Island next, there were 25 in Bear Island. Ray Smith was first in a time of 20 minutes, 27 seconds, and Ray was from the Kenmare Athletic Club. And Michaela Murphy was uh, first female home there, and I think second overall in a time of 22.46. And then you had Castlehaven, seven this week, in Karen Sanctuary, was a winner in 23.37, and Catherine Bailey was a female winner in 33.21. It was obviously 
There was a few waterlogged, yeah, a few waterlogged. Y'all hasn't gone ahead. Um, so Malone Balancholic waterlogged, yeah. and y'all supposedly coming back next week. But again, I have been told that watch the space. Yeah, yeah. So. And look, we're not. We we we'll report on it once it actually we know more ourselves with it. Yeah. yeah. So then today you had obviously it was a couple of events today. Um, you had the Rebel Run from Cork. So you had a 5k and a 10k. I'll go through the 5k there and Brian can go through the 10k because he's more of a distance man. Um, so in the 5k, you had Sheldon Kirkwood uh, was the winner in 1752. Ian Kavanagh was the second place in 1817 and Paul O'Donoghue was third in 1823. In the ladies, Rosalind McHugh, McHugh, sorry, in 1914. Susan Foley was second in 1955 and in third was Laura Manning in 2038. In the 10K, uh, a good mix of athletes here. So you had first place Anthony Mannix from Leeville SC in a time of 33 minutes, followed closely behind by Donald Copley in 33 minutes, 10 seconds. Two seconds ahead of John Mead in a time of 33 12. So I'm sure that went down very well. Yeah. And I look okay. forward to reading Donald's top 10. Like <laughs> yeah. uh, yeah. Ladies went, you had Claire McCarthy again from Leave LSC. Good day for Leave there in a time of 36 45. Sharon Ryan in a time of 38 40. And Clara Ryan in a time of 39 19. So that was the Rebel Run 5K and 10K. Yeah. And as we've come to, at the moment, we have no results yet of the cross country. Um, so we'll probably report on that next, well, sorry, I'll probably report on that next week. Um, so we'll see about that. Um, but at the moment, I haven't, I don't know what's happened yet with that. Um, so then I think we, that's all Strava. the results that we have. Yeah, I think we'll go straight into the Strava leaderboard. Okay, so still some big mileage despite uh, people winding down a bit, but last week's uh, leaders uh, for Strava, so Donald Coakley topped the board there with 90.6 miles, uh, so first overall in terms of distance. John McHugh was second uh, with a distance of 87 miles, and Aoife Cook third just under 75 miles, so that was the one, two, three. Um, and elevation-wise, I'll just give a quick shout out to who's in elevation, sorry. So Shannon McGrath uh, had just over 5,500 feet. Donald Coakley again, well up there with 4,465 feet. And Daniel Fieldhouse uh, with 4,441 feet again. So again, just a, an acknowledgement of those putting in the extra miles and the extra elevation this week. So well done on. And again, you can join our Strava club, uh, the Runner's Diary Cork on uh, Strava, obviously. And we'll keep a track on you. Hopefully call out your name. Yeah, I know some some good boys still, you know. I know yeah. a, lot, a lot of them lads aren't doing, ladies aren't doing, aren't doing Dublin, but you know, you know, it is still fantastic to see it. So yeah. well done to everybody. Um, so I think what we'll do is we we'll go straight into fixtures for next week. Um, yeah. Let me know if you want to start the way there, Brian. Yep. Yeah. So next Saturday, uh, October 29th, um, is a big one for Imra. Uh, they have a race in Kilworth, County Cork. So that's the Halloween half marathon in Kilworth. And that takes place at 7.30 p.m. And again, check out imra.ie for more details on that one. Should be a yeah. good, good event, I'd say. Yeah, it looks actually, do you know what? I've never been tempted by a, an Imra race. I won't lie. It does, it's, it's not my scene yet. But 
Dan actually has half tempted me at times, but uh, it looks very good in fairness to it. Um, on Sunday, there is the small matter of the Dublin Marathon, the national championship, of course, um, starting at 8.45. Um, look, it's going to be a massive group of cork runners up there, and the best of luck to everybody this week. Best of luck to everybody in their taper still. Um, you know, freshen up now, enjoy it. It's going to be worth it. This time next week, it's all done, and you know you can you you can retire from running forever. So you know, <laughs> look, I just want to say the best of luck to everybody, Brian. Best of luck to you, obviously. Yeah. Um, and to all our guests that we've had on last week, and to everybody who listens, and and look, give us give us a put on our post that we'll have up. Let us know how you got how you got on. Give us your time. You know, it'd be great to hear feedback from people how they think of the event and stuff like that. Um, so make sure yep. just you you're in, that you you know it shows a few comments and stuff like that and you know be brilliant to look back on them afterwards as well with it. Um, totally. Yeah. Then obviously on the on the Sunday on the Monday the twenty first you have the Cork County Juvenile B and Masters Cross Country Championships, um, and that is in Carrigan-Navarra. Yeah, after that, then we have a night race coming up on the 9th of November. It's the Run in the Dark. It's a charity event, obviously. It's a 5K and 10K. Um, I think there's a virtual option there as well. Um, but that takes place in the city centre. So, again, Run in the Dark, check out their uh, social media pages for more details on that one. Yeah, and we obviously have the big one, which, I, which we will have talk about, Mark, later on from Iris, wasn't it? What was, what Iris. Was Iris, yeah, yeah we, 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 we pronounced it wrong, so we do apologise for that. Um, five mile race on the 12th of November, the 2.30 start. So, you know, that's a great day out, to be fair to it, and best luck to everybody with that. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Uh, it's Sunday the 20th of November at 9.30am, the Klein Commons Challenge 4K. Again, that's a good series there. Um, five euro entry on the day, and that's race one of five. So that's Sunday the 20th of November at 9.30am. Uh, again, the Sunday the 29th November again at 11am, so the second race on the same day, is the Cork BHAA, uh, Cork Mental Health 5k, and that takes place in Little Island, so two good races there on uh, Sunday the 20th of November. And then kind of the last one for November really is another big one, which, we're, we're, which you know, it's a local one from, you know, Cork, Sunday the 27th, and um, the Great Glenville run. Um, held by Watergrass Hill, so it's eleven thirty start. Another fantastic run again. Great support, like the various where you know the community gets right behind it, and you know, fantastic to see it supported. Exactly, yeah, yeah, it's a good one. I've done that one a few times, so that's a good race as well. Yeah, I I've done that, and I I, I, was, I came toward. I actually was one of the few times I beat John Mead in a race. So even now you can beat John Mead, so he must be. <laughs> I wouldn't be beating him now, though. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, so that's some fixtures. Yeah. Yeah, that's fixtures. So usually I know we kind of go into a bit of training, but to be honest with you, I don't think there's much in our training this week. Do you want like I think, you know, I think it's a long this this will be a long enough episode as well at the moment. I think we yeah. might let it the training slide for the next couple of weeks and you the know training was easy anyway, that's all it's uh yeah, and you know, there's nothing there's not not much to be writing home about. So you know, I think we might give the old um your training a skip this week. Um, yeah. We'll just, I have a quick chat with you, Brian. How yeah. are you feeling? How is the body holding up? How is, 
Yeah, I think, look, the work is done, I hope. It's kind of a strange feeling, but look, I'm sure everybody's the same, but I spoke to a good few people there or my own club and further field there during the week and a lot of people saying the same thing. It's just kind of probably feeling a bit tired and wondering is there a few niggles here and there, but mm. it's all part of the taper, I suppose. Uh, I eased back a lot this week. I said I just kind of ran every second night and took a handy. Uh, paid a visit to Ken Mason all right on Thursday night and by God, he got rightly stuck into me and yeah. got the calves loosened out and the quads and hamstrings loosened mm. out. So had a good few marks left after him. Um, but yeah, yeah, legs feeling good now. So just minding myself really stocking up on the water plenty of water plenty of vitamin c and things like that and Plen plenty of sleep yeah. yeah and look i think you got you first you did visit the kennel in good timing you know anything anything closer from here i know is you know you're cutting it very fine um mm. you know it's not going to be you wouldn't be going you wouldn't want to go to see ken this week i put it that much you'll be sorry for it but no it'll be um look it's going to be a great day I think everybody is, I think everyone's ready. The weather the last couple of, the few horrible weather, I think has made it easier for people, you know, to take it a bit easier as well. Mm, definitely, yeah, definitely. And yeah, also, look, I think I'm in, I'm kind of happy with the way, I, like it's funny how you kind of start forgetting things very, very quickly about yeah. the long runs you did. You kind of nearly have to, again, maybe a tip to go over your Strava or go over your notes if you keep notes and just remind yourself that you did do the work and, you know, just fine tuning you know, really go over your plan and all that type of stuff so again next week will be a very easy week some short sessions and nothing strenuous and uh yeah i went up this morning had a 10 miler this morning five at marathon pace again with shane collins there and we kind of we're going to run together next sunday and we kind of had a okay. plan like again you know had a good chat with each other we'll support each other as much as we can but both agreed that look if one is having an off day that you know we don't want to see hold anyone back either so yeah we've crashed all that out ourselves as well so that's great as well you know and then i think you need that you need you know i think the sport is vital and we've said this 17 times i think it is very important um to be able to you know to look around and just see somebody next to you for even if, if even it's the first half you know mm -hmm. after that kind of halfway yeah it does go you know to do whatever you want to do after that but you know these things are important mm -hmm. um and I think, look, it's going to, I don't, I haven't even looked at the weather. I don't, I don't know if you've looked at it. I've I had a small week ahead already. Yeah. It's still, still too early, but still too early. There's a lot of rain due during the week, but I think of the days ahead, Sunday was looking one of the better days, but okay. yeah, we'll see. But even this morning, I mean, this morning was a bit, not the greatest starting off, but even the temperatures are still up, you know? So it's still, yeah. again, it's still, very, for, still very humid. Yeah, we didn't say this last week, but I would still highly recommend people you know okay layer up at the start but definitely be prepared that once you're moving you're going to get warm so don't over over dress i suppose is the word no arm sleeves cheap gloves mm -hmm. and a hat and these are things like uh, i you know get them that you they're, they're disposable if you need to like the arm sleeves are brilliant because you can just pull them down and make them into yeah. like you know sweatpants nearly mm -hmm. you know the gloves cheap gloves just throw them to the side be done with them so have the bit of gear, not too much gear is right. Yeah, I, I, I think you, you'll start to overheat very fast, mm -hmm. especially in Dublin with crows and everything like that. Um, uh, another one, another bit of advice I want to give it. Uh, for the love of God, marathons are hard enough. For the lads, plasters on the nipples or Vaseline or whatever you do, because when I see guys running marathons and blood streaming down them, I'm like, God, like it's hard enough without putting yourself through that. Yeah. So 
Cover I, up. I definitely second that. It's never happened to me badly. Mm-hmm. But oh god, I've seen it is horrible. It's horrendous. Yeah. So yeah, cover. Nobody wants to see it when you're taking your singlet off. Anyways, I just covered in you know the, the nudity it as well. Ruins that finishing picture as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, so, I no, think so, look, we spoke so much over the weeks now. Um, last week's episode was excellent, and as I said, as it you know, if people haven't heard it, go back and listen to it. If you're looking, if you're tuning into this week's episode for all the expert advice, I think a lot of it was given last week. Um, so that episode is still there for anyone who hasn't heard it, or even I know I spoke to one or two people and they said they actually listened to it a second time because they picked up a lot as well. So it's still there for anyone that wants it, you know? Yeah. No, it was, it was, it was exciting. It was good. Mm-hmm. It was enjoyable. But yeah. I I think I don't have much more. Right? Yeah. Do you have? Yeah. No, I think next um, week will be an exciting one again. Hopefully yeah. we'll be reporting back well. And as you said, the guests that we had on, we'll keep an eye on how they went and things like that. Yeah, exactly. And, and uh, I think just to let people know, it's probably going to be a day late next week because yeah. more than likely we won't be obviously recording on the Sunday. So, you know, it will <laughs> probably be the Tuesday. So it might be a day, maybe too late, depending on, you yeah. know, heads and, you know, trips down and stuff like that. So just bear yeah. that in mind. So just keep an eye. We keep up to date on you on social media. But look, we this show that we do would be nothing without people's interactions with us. So the more people can, you know, comment and send questions and, you know, it, they will dictate how the show, you know, where the show goes and, you know, topics that we choose and stuff like that. So send in any information, any feedback. We are delighted to hear it, both positive and negative, because the negative, we could actually learn from it. So, you know, I don't want to see negative, obviously, but, you know, if, if there is, <laughs> we'll take it on board. But look, we... we we need everyone's support here, obviously, with this as well. We enjoy doing it, but, you know, the, the episodes the last four or five weeks have been incredible. Right, yeah. And, you know, we want to try to keep that going. And, you know, we with your help, it definitely will. Yeah, and I think, look, this week's episode, obviously, is kind of a cop between two stools, I suppose, in some ways. But we certainly have more big, big episodes planned ahead. Um, Panel-type episodes, like we had last week, mm-hmm. and, again, some really top guests coming on board as well again so yeah clubs as well as you said as well yeah the club corner mm-hmm. so, so well, best of luck with it we'll catch and, up again uh, soon. we'll catch up again and we will talk soon and thanks very much for everyone best of luck to everybody Okay, we're delighted to have uh, Mark Gallagher with us this evening Mark from the Beira AC club uh, Great member of Bear AC and pushing athletics in West Cork there, and also the race director behind the Aries Five Mile Road Race coming up on Saturday, twelfth of November. So, welcome to the show, Mark. Good evening, Brian. Good evening, Damien. Thanks for having me on the podcast. Delighted to have you on, Mark. You're very, very welcome. Um, congratulations, also. I know we mentioned it there last week. Congratulations on your recent run in Chicago. Yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah, we just got back there about uh, 10 days ago. So it was a fantastic experience. It was my first international marathon. So it was good to get a, a really classy one on. The and is it, as, the is it as flat as they say, Mark? Uh, yeah, it's flat. But you know yourself when you're kind of, um, uh, yeah, it is very flat. Yeah, but there are a few pulls, and especially at mile twenty-five, there is a nasty kind of a pull. Okay. But it wouldn't be it wouldn't be an Irie's hill, no. Yeah, 
<laughs> by any man or any there's, not, there's not many like that no to be fair there's not many like that no and and you haven't been to bear island so no i but i i've been down that neck of the woods so i do know a bit of it yeah. um mark what we kind of started doing recently is kind of starting it with a few rapid fire questions you know, oh yeah just, okay just yourself just to oh. you know just to ease it up as more and get everyone a bit more relaxed um i don't know i don't know if brian if you have them at the ready I'll get I'll 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 flay through them there. So all right, he's he's very unorganised today. Um, and this is now in front of another race director, and you're like this, Brian. This is very bad. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll go through it to there, Mark, and um, yeah, quick shoot answer away. away. So I I think the first one's going to be an easy one for you. Flat course or hills? Um, I actually prefer a flat course, but I'm, I wouldn't be um, I wouldn't have many to choose from down here but there are a few flat flat flat, flat routes i've been known so, yeah yeah flat alpha, alpha flies or vapor flies or are you i recently actually came across to the nike side of things after being after being an asx gt 2000 for years and years and i was afraid to cross over into the dark side but for my marathon in the states there a few weeks ago i I went and invested in a pair of uh, vapor flies. So, yeah. And they did the tricks off, obviously. Yeah, they, yeah. <laughs> they may, I think they made a difference, but I think they'll be good going forward in the in the increased mileage and all that. Yeah, stuff, no, stuff, definitely. Yeah. Run, run alone or with a group? Uh, I love to run socially, but sometimes it isn't an option here. So um, we have a great session kind of in a group here on Wednesday nights in Danish. So I really enjoy that. So if you can, in, if you can in the group, that would be my preference. Yeah, yeah. Ideal, yeah. Hot or cold weather? Um, I was told by I was told by a friend of mine there sometime back when I was starting my marathon adventure he said if you see the spectators out on the, the roadside and they're wearing a t-shirt you know you're in for you're in for a <laughs> bad day so, yeah, so we go cool we go cool a morning or evening runner uh, I suppose we go morning because uh, marathon's morning, and I would just like to say as well that in the marathon over in over in the states, they started at half seven. Our our corral went off at seven fifty, and it was brilliant. It was fantastic. Yeah, nice, I'd love nice. to have marathons going off mm. at that time. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Uh, if I didn't run, I would be dead. Yeah. <laughs> I can't run without. I can't run without. Um, yeah, that's a good one because I don't. I don't. I. I don't. I make a point of not going with music. I see people with music, and it's it's just I can't do it. So I can't run without my shorts on. I was going to say something like that actually. <laughs> Fair enough tea, tea or coffee? Oh, coffee. Beer or wine? Oh, beer and wine. Beer and wine. Queen or 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 Aries? Oh, Aries all the way. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. So, Mark, we'll get into we'll Aries all the way, and it's oh, not Aries. Aries. It's Aries. <laughs> I just have to point that out. You keep saying Aries. It's not Aries. Aries, Aries is a star sign, and Aries is the place to be. I spotted that last week when uh, when Sean O'Leary pronounced it different. I was saying that sounds a bit different in the way we were saying it. All right. So, yeah. Aries, Aries, yeah. Aries. 
yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. So, Mark, we'll get into we'll get into it. So, yeah. For you, we say for the obviously the five mile race, which is you know a very popular race down down in your neck in West Cork area. Um, yeah. Do you want to talk about the background behind the race, like how it's set, how yeah. you set it yeah. up, and yeah. a lot of it like that? Uh, I suppose to give you a, a very brief background to to uh, my own kind of background. I'm what they would call on here, clean stock. Um, I'm a blow-in, so um, uh, we moved down here in 2010. My wife Emer is from here, and um, we moved down in 2010. I was doing a small bit of road uh, running in Cork, where where I lived at the time, and um, eventually I got to do a marathon, and then I joined Eagle for a spell. Uh, I was having a great time there. I was going to road races up there and doing the, the summer series in Valley Cotton out in Valley Andreen and all the other spots on the last Thursday of May, June and July and August, and they were f fantastic. And I suppose that's so the seed for me in that when I was when I was here in Irees, then uh, the sh sh shortage of races was particularly apparent. There wasn't a whole pile around. There was the the ba Bantry half marathon. It was on at the time. That's gone now again. Uh, but with regard to smaller races or shorter races, there was not a whole pile on. Mm. And uh, talking with a couple of people in the club above, um, they were um, they were encouraging in in uh, trying to get a road race down here. And I said, you know what, uh, I was I'm a kind of a get up and go sort of uh, guy. So I said, look, we'll we'll g give it a go. And we got the course measured here. And um, uh, it's not the easiest of courses, but I, but as I keep saying to people, uh, God made the course. I only measured it. So we got um, John Quigley down uh, in summer of 2014, measured the course, and then it was the whole thing about picking the time of year for it and um, conscious of the packed calendar that we had as well. It was like it was fairly important. I just wanted to have a date that, that we could reliably go to each year that would that it would become established. I knew it would be hard to get a crew down here. I knew it would be hard to get, but I wanted to have a good standard club event that was um, what's important for me and what, what obviously is important for, for all people who are um, have races is to have your two cornerstones are accurate timing and an accurately me measured course so that was yeah. kind of key for us you know so um and and, and sorry Matt, but and on that note at the moment I, I think that's even more yeah it is yeah. at the moment because i for, for some reason i don't know why but there just seems to be a lot more races of late that are not measured correctly yeah and i know it's down to human error and you know that that can be the case but it just seems to be cropping up a bit more and in fairness like like you know if you go down to a race and you know it's going to be right, it's definitely a weight off the whole mind. You, like you said, you're not running five and a half miles or yeah. four and a half miles. Yeah. And I wasn't aware of all the all the layers of stuff to do when you're me measuring a course. And it was true. John Quigley in um, Eagle at the time, St. Finbar's now, 
and um, uh, we found out all about this and actually I I went and I got my course uh, measurers qual qual qualification and that was basically so that any um, recertification that need needed to get done I could do it and it was done, and it basically it's just to keep all of these things under our control if you can keep yeah. these elements under your control it just means that you kind of iron them up because the the road it changes kind of every few years is you know there's a corner cut off and you have to remeasure it and you just just keep it all accurate and we know our calibration corsets inside and Danish it's a you know it's a grand straight road a straight stretch for our calibration course and just to have all of that nailed down and that's all in our re re remit to be able to remeasure and just make sure it's accurate because we are particular about these sort of things yeah. when it comes to timing then we started off and because we were taking the model from John Walsh in um Valley Cotton, we were kind of going old school and we had the man, uh, the manual timing with the tilt clock and the clipboards and the time checker and the number of check. And, you know, it does save a lot of money, but it's very, very labor intensive. Yeah. And I suppose it, uh, we were, we were kind of pushed into chip timing then in 2020 when the whole COVID thing came in and we started doing it. And this was after we, we had Alihis come on board onto the series. Um, so we had to do a kind of a, a less contact um, timing system. So we got 2020 or not 20, uh, sorry, um, pop up <laughs> um, uh, to come on board in 2020. So pop up races, they they have a they have a very good, good, good operation. As you know, we've got Brian Conroy and Anto and and J, uh, J, 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 Jennings um they're very good their experience and their services is really really good so they came on board and they we we stayed with them here in iris although in the in the series now in glengariff we've gone back to manual timing in glengariff okay. and bear island and Alahis, but because our prize pool is so large it's, it's um we've uh uh, hundred uh, prizes altogether, so that's quite a lot to get through on the day. So we feel that the and, chip on that note, I'm sorry, Mark, no, forgot on that note, like a hundred prizes is actually like I there's not many races out there that would have anywhere near a hundred and like nowhere near a hundred prizes. And like, when you know, are, are you going out actively, you know? into shops asking people for sponsorships is it you know people coming up to you or how do you go about a combination a, a combination of both like our first six we've got a top five in the male and the female right and we've got a generous enough um prize pool in that 250 for the first down to 50 for the fifth and plus we have course re re record prizes and and uh, we had to pay out those two last year. There was two course rec records, and and then the category prizes. We've got good sponsors for the categories. We have some store up in Cork. I can't remember the name of them. It's something like <laughs> the sideline <Yeah>. or <laughs> sorry, the edge. It's a, it's a great shop. Been on board with us, and uh, and I do need to say actually, Murphy's Super Value in 
Castletown Bear have been our main sponsors since since we started our race in 2014, and they've been absolutely fantastic to us from the very start. Very, very encouraging and very supportive all the way through. So I have to give a big shout out to Murphy's Super Value in Castletown Bear. So the category prizes, yeah, we will be going to the shops, but our main prize would in the categories, we've 57 prizes and all. So you've got 19 categories from uh, female juniors and just reading them here on the side, female juniors up to female 75. That's um, and then in the males, male juniors every five years and 40, 45, 40, 50, 55 all the way. So that's and we first, second and third in that. And we have a stock of stuff like uh, mugs and um, yeah. T-shirts that we kind of built up. We have a good um, generous. Uh, so like you're not going to get a pair of socks, you know, you know, uh, as <laughs> they're, they're very handy sometimes, though. <laughs> That's handy, yeah, 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 yeah. And then we have the team prizes then, which um, they're they're also good vouchers, and we're also working on a really good team prize for the team of ten. So there is an element of kind of dipping into our 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 cash sponsorship and getting some stuff from shops and stores. No, in fairness, uh, they know the work we do every year so they're they're kind of understanding from that point of view you know we don't we try not to ask we try not to press them for for too much yeah, yeah. We, and tend like, to, we tend to pool our prize. right and i know we we've had a discussion before i think the team prizes is something that is i think that's it's, it's, it's great to see that in in your in races i just think it's something that you know it you do look at look i know eagle are look are Looking at the bus bring down, and you know, safe in bars are very good supporters of it. Bars are great, well, yeah. you, know, bar, you know, there's and like, so there's, yeah, very good to come yeah, down. Yeah, and there is there is plenty of teams, and and I just think it gives that extra incentive to get people down for it. And yeah, you know, think, think we saw that too hugely with the Kia series. You know how some clubs yeah. got in the Kia series there recently, and it was yeah, a club that yeah. drove people forward as well. Something that I'm interested in there, Mark. Like again, you have a lot of praises and things that I know from my own experience as well cost of hosting races is going up all the time and obviously you want to keep it you know attractive still at a, an entry fee level so are you noticing that yourselves in terms of hosting events uh i suppose yeah the cost with um with pop-up increased slightly um this year although we did we did pair back on the posting out of numbers so kind of any numbers are are going to be they're going to be all given out on the day, but then um, costs are kind of increasing, creeping up a bit, and uh, it is kind of becoming harder and harder. And we're kind of being pressed a lot by uh, Athletics Ireland as well to um, streamline stuff, which um, uh, we're finding it kind of difficult, kind of on a, on a slightly, on a slightly. Uh, different tangent uh, we would have a lot of sign-ons on the day as well we'd ever the last two years we've had uh between 22 and 30 uh, percent of sign-ups on the day so um it's it um 
it, it uh, would be kind of going counter to what kind of Athletics Ireland are trying to do, where they're trying to get everybody to sign up beforehand. And, you know, I'd be kind of interested to, to know what they would uh, propose for day sign-ups on this one-day license. So, yeah. um, but expenses yeah. are kind of... I, I, I do think I do think to sign up on the day, like, you know, and Brian, I, I, I'm not just, I don't know, do you do sign up on the day or are you all... Well, we, we did, but what happened to us one year was that our numbers actually more or less doubled one year and we, we were actually at breaking point. So many people okay. turned up on the day. Um, so we went pre-entry after that um, and it does cut down an awful lot of work, you know. Um, you know, there's positives and negatives, obviously, on that. But, mm. you know, is the latest kind of announcement going to push people back to that? I'm not so sure, you know. Um, yeah, and, uh, but I, I do, I, I do, like, I, I like the idea of the sign up on the day, I, and especially I think for somewhere, Brian, you know, that is, you know, not Cork City or not, you know, a yeah. half an hour down the road where someone might just go, do I know I prefer to wait in the weekend, see what the weather is like, make yeah. a weekend of it, you know, and I think that for, for areas like yourself and stuff like that, to sign up on the day, I think is, is a must. But I think to be fair though, like I think most races, including our own, I don't know about yours, Mark, but like we we certainly allow entry up to the day beforehand. And yes. I think it's important to know that like I don't know about you again, but we will go up to midnight on the on the on the evening yeah. before. Yeah. Like the work that you know, there's so much work on a race day, and I know you have to have people and some people arrive last minute, as you know, and you know, it creates so much extra work on the day of having entries as well it's just it's look if you can manage and if you can cope with it great but i think it's just like it's no harm to let people know even through this forum you know people arriving last minute parking car you know looking for race entry get their number on all this type of stuff it just some people just leave it too late and it just creates so much work but look if you have the manpower to do it great you know I suppose it's a legacy of the past as well, and that we it was the way that it was always done before. Like we yeah. like we've all been to to races, and you just kind of uh, rock up on the evening and not uh, working late. So I'm I'm going to go to wherever to I'm going to go to the road, and I'm going to go to that race, you know. And you just do it off the cuff, and you sign up on the day, you know. I wouldn't like to kind of eliminate that customer either, you know. Mm-hmm. We yeah. can't kind of we can't uh, tend to choose from a population point of view our catchment area is very very small like as in our uh, next pa- pa- um, parish north is an hour and a half away in Sneem you know so it's not <laughs> it's not easily accessible so if people are going to come on the day you know we have to uh, facilitate that you know, so I think we'll probably keep going in that vein at the moment if we can. You know, it would be yeah. great to be able to say, no, if you're if you're not signed up beforehand, you uh, you're not in. So, um, and to be fair, I think look, your race is as it's Saturday the twelfth of November. It's on at two thirty in the day, so obviously gives people a chance to get there. Well, it's it's you know? explicitly timed so that we can get uh, people from from Cork, and you can leave Cork at a reasonable hour. You can and you can come down at it, and it ends at a reasonable hour as well. You don't yeah. feel so bad about going to maybe an establishment at four o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> By getting a bottle, Lucas said. Um, <laughs> yeah. But like the one thing 
with it, Mark, as well as you've got a massive buy-in, obviously, from the community with the race. Massive, yeah. You know, yeah. since two, like it's it's going now since 2014, as you said, you know, and you've got the buy-in from the community down there, which are obviously, with you know, we preach up teen times without the volunteers and without everybody buying. We're hugely fortunate here in that it, there there is a great there's a great um uh community and army of stewards and volunteers who just rope in and just get uh, get involved you know and the fact as well that it's in november it's not in the it's not in the major farming season it is an agricultural and marine area and you've uh, and you've a lot of people out you know if the evenings are long and fine in the summer they're they just have way too much on there. Mm. It's November. It's a little bit more quieter, and we can call on them, and it's a, a little bit easier to to pool all of that resource. We have a great festival on in uh, Ju 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 July as well, and we're kind of using all of those all of those skills when it comes to parking, stewarding, communicating out on yeah. the course and getting the coast guard involved and the guards involved as well uh, to slow down the uh, traffic and all of that so it is kind of key you know and we've got a we've got a good small little club here as well so that's all yeah and before i, I i'll come to the club in a second before i go that can you give us a very quick breakdown of the course so that I, people will know what to expect i can i can a nice flat course it's not <laughs> it's um everest you know, everest so everyone's away is it what's 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 kind of what's kind of unique well unique i suppose there's a number of uh usps as the americans would say uh um the no number of pr uh, prizes that's that's great and it gets a lot of people who who do come back because they're you'd be amazed at the amount of people who would say to me i never got a uh prize in a race before until i came here and it's great you know fantastic you know i'll come back yeah and um, the route is through the village so it starts on the far side of the village and on the first mile it comes comes down through the village so you're coming downhill and flat in through the village and the village as you know i don't know if you've ever been here uh, brian damien i know you probably never been I spent a lot of time in West Cork in my younger days, so I know the area is quite well known there. But it's a marina well, they're on the marina black rock area. I know that very well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, a bit too well known. So uh, it's it kind of I suppose it's a well known uh, picturesque uh, village on the Wild Atlantic Way. It's quite colourful. There's a good buzz around the village on race day. So when you come down through the village, it's a nice kind of reasonably okay first half mile, and then there's a small bit of a climb, and then you're into a, a little flat. So your first mile isn't too bad. You're on a flat. Mile two, then you have a small bit of a climb. You come up to a, a, a slight gap. You come to a, a gap up at Bale, and you go through it, and you go down through Buffacle, uh, and that's reasonably flat and a nice slow downhill. And that's that's where you have to kind of make up most of your time. A bit of a uh, 
downhill then to the third mile and it's reasonably flat for the first part of it and then you come into the really uh, tricky part where you get four hills, four small little hills on the way back on, on mile four and it's um, they're really short, sharp, especially the maybe the first one isn't so sharp with my uh, hill two, three and four. They're kind of gutsy little things. And a few years ago when, when we showed um, brother Colm O'Connell around, he was down here giving a talk back in 2005. I showed him the course and kind of on the last hill, on the fourth hill, as we were driving around in the car, he said, yeah, they're they're a bit like the Kenyan hills. So, so yeah. that's, that's what I was saying. Yeah, that'll um, get everyone excited. So um, yeah, and then your last mile then is reasonably flat and you're coming back down into the village and you end on a nice straight in the village and there's a great buzz around the place. So, you know, it's always nice to kind of end up on a streetscape and there's a bit of a crowd around. So that's kind of the lowdown on the course. So it's not a PB course, but it's um, a challenging course. Yeah, it's good. Um, so Brian, obviously, or sorry, Mark, um, the club has been set up then effectively from the race, really, hasn't it? Um, the, so the race and the park from... run over on Bear Island as well. That started in 2014 yeah. and all of that kind of added it to the impetus that there were that there was an appetite to start the club then in 2018. Brilliant. Yeah. And how many members do you have in that club then? So um, we have uh, we currently have about 50, 50 adults and we've 35 juveniles. We've just started uh, rolling into the juvenile section because that is a big target for yeah for us to try and get that sorted out, but to do it in a way that's um, sustainable going forward and not to start and to find out after a few years that there's only four people doing it and they're all worn out. You need to be yeah. able to just have a yeah. great big pool of people who are just giving the kids who don't want to play GA or who, who are playing GA, because GA is a big thing down here and that's great. But not, not, not everyone is interested in it. And um, uh, girls and boys want to run and jump and throw and to give them that, Bit of everything, yeah. give them uh, those opportunities to do that is is absolutely uh, cri cri critical. Like if we don't have a juvenile section, uh, we'll be dead in 10 years. Yeah, dead in the world. <laughs> Um, like I actually, I, I look my, myself and Brian are we we are planning once Dublin is out of the way. Obviously, we're going to start doing a kind of like a club corner every month or so like that. And you know, we've, we've a few clubs lined up, and you know, I, I, we're definitely going to have ourselves back on again to you know go through kind of the, a bit more detail of the history right. and the whole lot of the club. We really want to like have that. back on. That's great. We, we do, we do. Yeah. Look, it's we, we give the people what they want, you know. Um, <laughs> but so like we just kind of go through the histories of the clubs and you know. Yeah. I, I think I think something we definitely want to. No, it's a great idea. More about and you know I think people will be definitely interested in it. We touched on it quickly and we we won't keep it much longer, uh, Mark. But you know we touched on it earlier about the Athletics Ireland, the charge. Yeah. Um. Do you and I know myself and Brian have this discussion, and as your race as a race director yourself, do you know much about it yourself, or do you have much you know 
knowledge I, of it or I do I don't have a, a huge amount of knowledge on it at the moment and that's kind of part of the problem in that we're not being fed all of this information now maybe that's out of us uh, not being clued into or not going to county board meetings and all of this sort of stuff but we would need to know more about it in order to be able to um plan ahead for our own races i know it's not going to it's not going to um come into play until the first of ja of ja january next year but um from then on it seems like uh, it's going to be um par for the course um it seems like um it seems like the two the two uh, euro le levy for persons who are um not members of athletics ireland clubs it seems um seems like a lot uh, to me but um and the fact that it's going to um it's going to go to athletics ireland uh, high performance it seems like a kind of a uh trickle down economics as they would yeah. say in other fields you know that you know that i'm just uh, wondering if it will come down to the clubs you know like if it was going to get paid to the uh, to, to athletics ireland and i was going to come back to the clubs kind of immediately that would be that would be a lot more palatable you know yeah uh, and again, like I touched on earlier, look, like you, I think we're all watching the space, I suppose. And um, but like again, it goes back to the point about you having someone manning a desk on the day of the race, taking entries and handing over some of that money. It's kind of a bit hard pill to swallow in some ways, you know. Yeah, yeah. I can wonder if if there was like if there was all of this extra charge, if we were going to get more, like we'll say, if Athletics Ireland had a contract with a chip timing system where all of that was built into our license feed that we got pop up or whoever sports timing were contracted uh, through athletics Ireland to do all of the events and that that was our cost and our license fee and we got all of that chip timing if they're like if they were hoping to streamline stuff okay streamline it and go with chip timing for all of this stuff but don't have all of the clubs paying for all of this yeah. on top and of that uh, hmm? and nothing coming back really yeah yeah because they uh, i don't know they seem to think that that like we're making loads of money on it you know <laughs> i don't know where they're going but again like that that's it like i mean as we said earlier it's harder to get sponsorship it's probably harder you know races are costing more because costs are going up you mentioned a few there yourself but yet yeah. you're you're handing over money it's just, it's just yeah look we'll see as i said we'll see what happens but it certainly will make things interesting a bit more interesting next year yeah yeah uh it will be yeah we will be um keeping an eye on it and bare ac will um definitely be um you're probably lucky you have the best part of the year to watch what happens <laughs> yeah i suppose we have a few months all right to see what 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 way stuff is going to go down and we have a great team involved in our uh, races here carl hurley in uh, bearsy has been a great uh, uh race uh, director for our series and um 
as the portraits in the series were just lo 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 looking to close it out nicely now here in Irene. So, but uh, yeah, we've got a few months to see what way. What date in May? Are you in May then, Bryony? RS is normally the first week after the May bank holiday weekend, okay. the first Sunday after the May bank holiday weekend. So again, yeah. we'll be able to watch what happens as well a bit. Like in fairness, like again, we, we won't keep it too long more, but look, all I'll say is, look, there's races nearly every weekend, as we know, and as you go into the summer, there's certainly four or five a week, but any race that goes out of the way to put on a quality event with such prizes that you do certainly deserves to be su supported, no matter where the location is, I think. And, you know, the more we get behind good events and the more we get behind quality events and quality club events, you know, you're, you're guaranteed, I think, a level of excellence, I suppose. Um, yeah, we do. Yeah, you know, that's what we kind see of aiming for, yeah, to have a good yeah. quality event. And, and so it's think, nice that you recognise that. So that's, that's yeah. uh, very much and on that note alone, like on that note alone, I think your race certainly deserves to be supported by as many people as possible, you know, between categories and the prizes as we say but just i think in the, in the way you take it so seriously yourselves i can sense that you want to put you know on a good show for people um and as i said that deserves to be supported you know yeah we've kind of added on layers every year like you, uh, you saw the prior uh prior prior program there the, yeah it just kind of adds to the whole narrative which your podcast in fairness does as well it kind of gets it gets people who are in our sport out there and talking about things and you know it it just makes it all a little bit more um uh you know it it makes it all a little bit more understandable about what who's doing what and you know it, it uh, takes the mystique out of it to be able to hear um uh mary and 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 dolores and michael speaking there in the last few weeks was really great to hear their experience so it's been a great platform and I think our program as well it, it it's that's where it's uh, that's where it's hoping to go as well in that the race day program it gives people to it gives people a narrative to be able to speak about stuff that they've done and the series and the races that went on last year and the years gone by you know so I think yeah. that's important yeah. So I think to wrap it up, just to give yeah. everybody a bit of information again. So again, it's BRAC. It's on Saturday, the 12th of November at 2.30 p.m. Um, people can find out more details on your obviously social media pages, but also I think popupraces.ie is where people can enter. Pop-up races, yeah. And you yeah. can enter on the day. So it won't be the last the time that we'll ever be doing that. <laughs> so yeah, make sure and enter on the day. Permit yeah. granted, course measured, plenty of prizes. So course measured, yeah. Definitely get yourselves down to West Corp there on Saturday, 12th of November for anyone uh, looking for a very high quality race. Much appreciated, Brian. Cheers, Dan. Mark, best of luck with it. And look, we'll talk to you again shortly. And um, we'll, 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 we'll look forward to seeing the results and talking about them. Okay, guys, I appreciate that. I, I, I appreciate that. Cheers. Very best of luck, Mark. Thanks, Mark. Take care. Bye. Welcome to the Runner's Diary Cork, episode 18. Um, as Brian is celebrating his running Dublin Martin, I am joined today by a man who has more 
nominations for national radio championship or for national radio awards than we care to know. <laughs> he is a record collection that surpasses Brian's age, which is a lot. A running a Watergrass Hill running man. Rory O'Higgin, how are you? Thank you for joining me. Devin, thanks for having me. Well, great to be back on the show. So obviously we'll 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 the elephant in the room straight away. Yeah. Why is the two of us doing this podcast on a Sunday night? <laughs> <I know. laughs> we should be up in Dublin. We we'll start with yourself. Well, um, yeah. I suppose um, last Thursday week I woke up and I thought um, I have a sore throat here, and it's like all right, it got kind of worse across the day, and then. That afternoon, the dry cough arrived, and I was like, right, i got to do a COVID test here, and got did the COVID test, and the, the, the solution wasn't even on the thing, and the red line came up, and I was like, ah, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I'd avoided COVID for the last two and a half years, and to get it the week before the marathon was yeah. the most heartbreaking moments, because my first reaction wasn't, go, oh, God, I've got COVID. I was like, I'm going to miss the marathon. Uh, <laughs> I knew, I just knew it, like, I, I had a week of isolation, I was out of isolation, just Thursday gone, and um, I just knew from, like I was quite sick during the week, I was struggling with my breathing fatigue, and I just made a call that early in the week. I was like, I cancelled my hotel. I was like, I can't do this. There's no point in it. And uh, look, I was like, there'll be other marathons. This wasn't meant to be for me, but it was heartbreaking, Damien, when that line came up. I'd worked so hard for this marathon, trained so hard for put myself through a lot, but my family through a lot with me training constantly and being cranky from being tired all the time, and for it to be taken away from me, snatched away from me right at the final hurdle. It was a tough one to take, I have to say, yeah. a couple of days. But look, we get back on the horse. I'm going to go for a run now during the week, see who I am, maybe do a couple of races before the end of the year. And look, Dublin will be there next year. And look, if I have to do my first marathon in Cork in June, that'd be a far better place to do it in Dublin. Anyway. Yeah, and look, I, w- I will say this much, you know, there's a lot to be said about a home marathon. You know, I, know, I know this is a long, you know, this is just obviously very raw for you as well at the moment, mm. but there's going to be plenty coming up. There's, you know, even if it doesn't have to be Cork, it could be somewhere else, you know, so yeah. there's plenty to come around. You made a wise decision not to even bother going up, you know, like the marathon's a long way. And if you're not 100 percent, well, not 100, but if you're not even 90 percent right, yeah. it's going to be a, a tough ask, you know. To myself, I I just took the risk of I'm not risking it. I yeah. had a, I had an issue with my glute, left glute, left leg, left everything. And I just decided no. So. I have given myself an enforced break, <laughs> um, which you know I'm kind of enjoying a little bit too much. Um, I haven't, <laughs> I, I haven't taken a break properly. I think in about three or four years. I this is the longest, which is now two weeks that where I haven't run a single mile, yeah. and this is the longest I've ever went without running. And you know, weirdly, I'm not missing it right now. Really, but. I know we'll come back and I will look, I'm just, I'm going to enjoy this. I'm going to, you know, take time and just, you know, forget about running for, not forget about running, obviously. If you, if you saw me today now with the, the phone out looking at all the, the runners up in Dublin, you know I wouldn't be taking a break from running totally. Like, But, you know, it's, I'll get back into it the next week, you know, mm-hmm. and again, it'll be like, like yourself, it'll just be nice and easy and just build back up slowly. And but we'll see. How did you feel this morning, though, when you saw like everyone heading out and when you saw oh. times coming in and stuff like that? Were you frustrated? Were you annoyed or were you just at peace with it? No, uh, I was at peace the whole time yesterday. No problems. The lads were all up and, you know, you get the pictures and you get everything. And I was like, yeah, that's all right. That's OK. Yeah. That's all right. Today, all right, when I just saw the lads going through, when I, you know, the, the, the group that I would train with and I saw all of their times come through, I was like, 
oh god i want <laughs> to be there yeah. um but look as we always said i wasn't there's not much i can do about it now um i am not doing a marriage next year so you know that's me done with Martin's now for a while and I'm happy I'm happy with that decision. That's a decision yes. I can make with it. So I am happy with that. So Rory, well like what we'll do, right? Obviously I'm gonna cross you out from the results of you know our five right. So like just cross that name out there that'll save us some time later on anyway. So <laughs> so what we're going to today right? So we will be joined in the show later on um with Brian that will be a recording that will be done later on once Brian is sobered up a small bit. Um, <laughs> so myself and Rory, what we're going to do today, we're going to go through all the kind of results from last week and from this week and a few fixtures. And we're just going to have a little chat then afterwards again and stuff like that. So what we're going to do is we start off with um, the park run results from yesterday. Um, so there was a... Was it? It was a nice enough day yesterday. Thankfully, the morning was okay. Um, we start off with Balancholic. So Balancholic Regional Park had 164 running on it. Um, winner by one of your old club mates, Rory Karen McEwen, yeah. was a winner in 1704. And Nolik Hunter from Leeville um, was the winner in 1938. Now I actually saw where the Karen McEwen want to change his park run. Um, because he's <laughs> he's still under water grass hill so he just Karen make sure you change that next time please if you don't mind so he's obviously green some why so you know that is that is um well done to the two lads there and more valley park uh, 100 runners uh, a good turnout there Cormac O'Keefe winning that and in time of 1823 and Elaine Cardiff uh, first female home 21 36 great run from the two of them uh, Glen River, 39 this week. Um, Timmy Colbert was the winner, um, junior between 15 and 17 age groups. So well done to him to 2033. 20, 20, mm. And Aoife Tarrant um, was the female winner in 2523. 55 finishers in Mallow Castle. The, um, the winner was unknown, which is quite suspenseful, quite kind of spooky for the, the Halloween week that we have, yeah. which is fantastic. Matt Collin at second, uh, Piranha TC 1830, and from North Cork AC, Emma Flynn at home at 1834. Some great running there from Emma. Yeah, so I, like with the park runs, for people who don't know, if, if you don't have your barcode with you on the day, your put you as an unknown. So even though, you know, you could be Rory O'Hagan, mm. to them, if you don't have your barcode, it doesn't count. So, you know, technically, Matt Collin, who was second, is the actual winner of it. So that's the reason for that. So just in case people don't know the reason for that. And finally, the great news for the great town of Yall, the park run is finally back mm. after a long, long wait. And um, Brendan Lynch took his first over the line for the first and 1921. And Edwina Coleman was the winner, winning with gee, I can't talk, the female winner in 22:31. And so there was 37 turned up for the first home team back. Yeah, fantastic to, to have you all back on the calendar in like 37 in the first weekend. It's only going to get bigger and bigger, isn't it? Y'all is y'all is actually it's a great catchment for for I think you know the park runs and it's a it is a good area. You know it should be getting bigger numbers than 37, and hopefully it will, as you said, grow a lot more now. In McCroom, uh, Henry Brown was first male home in the time of 1831. Margaret Galvin first female home in the time of uh, 22:49. And um, this is an easy one for me. Clannacilty had no results, so there was no results 
as of um, yet. So I'm not sure if it was cancelled. I didn't see anything in that, so there was no results for that. Yeah, 33 finishers in Glengar Foods, Cahill uh, Menahan, first male home, 21.15. Neve Casey, first female in time of uh, 23.44. Uh, Bear Island, uh, a very nice number of 41. Um, Daniel Hazel is, was the winner in 1840. Um, and Michaela Murphy, a girl who we name every single week, <laughs> uh, uh, was the winner in 2204. So well done to them. And uh, just wrapping it up, uh, in Castlehaven, 15 finishers there. Uh, Mark Aston O'Donovan was uh, first male home 2142. Emer Courtney, first female in 2528. Uh, so well done to everyone. The park runs, as we know, are a great, you know, event every weekend. Roy, would you do much of them or have you done much of them yourself? I actually haven't done one park run, have you know, do you know that? It's something I've always meant to do, especially with Tremor Valley coming back. Mm. Um, I've always meant to like, I'll go to that now, but um, I've never actually gone out to a park run because um, Saturday mornings have always been kind of my like my long run kind of day. Mm. So um, I haven't actually gone out to one yet, but now it's probably something I'm going to have to do, start going back out there. Right? Yeah, and it, look, what I've, what I've done a few times is, you know, you kind of ideally use it as part of your long run. So, run out to it, you know, a little bit of a speeder session then and then, and then you run back for it. They're great. They're brilliant. And, like, you know, just once you have your barcode with you, you're laughing with it, you know. So, no, they're brilliant events, and look, they are something that, you know, is popping up more and more, and I know places are looking at more of getting more. There was even rumours in Glamoire that they were trying to look at getting one. Not sure where they'd actually get it, but they are looking into it at the moment. Um, So the big event, which was today, mm-hmm. was... The Dublin Marathon. Yeah. Um, so obviously all the, the results here aren't finalised results. So I have got um, some of the age category results at the moment. Um, I'll hopefully have some team ones when I'm talking to Brian during the week. Um, just on that note, I did get a text message just before I came on air where Eagle hope to have one in M35 team medal. Um, oh, so that's just hopeful. We won't hold out hope yet until that. But um, Rory, if you want to go through some of the men's results there first. Yeah, we'll start. There's been some look fantastic times put up by some corkers with some fantastic results. Um, male 40, Paul Maloney from Malloway C, a ridiculous time, 228.33. Uh, and not far after that was uh, your teammate Mark Smith from Eagle, 230.07. Two fantastic runs there, Damien. Mm, yeah. Um, I was talking, I have been talking to the two lads, you know, they, I think, you know, they finished very high up in the rankings and they were side by side for a long, for a very long time in that. Um, you know, Mark, I would say, shut off and he's no problem with me saying that would be slightly disappointed that that 07 is there. You know, if he got two twenty nine fifty nine, he would be a lot happier. But look, you know, I'm, I'm delighted for the two lads, a very proud training partner of the two lads. So, you know, well done to the two of them. And uh, male 45, Jeremy O'Donovan from St. Finbar's, another great time there, 2.30.36. Uh, male 50, a man who needs no introduction to this podcast, uh, Viv Foley, uh, Eagle AC, 2.39.22. Um, that man is just ridiculous, Damien, isn't he? Oh, he's. You. The problem with Viv, and I've said this, I think, on the podcast before, is Viv is such a nice person, you can't even dislike him. So... <laughs> 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 you know, you know, there's some people you see him do well, and you're like, oh, geez, he's like, sure, look, he's, I don't, he's not a nice fella, anyway. but yeah. Viv is such a nice fella that you know, you just can't be, but be so happy for it for him. And I know for a fact he will not be overly happy with his time, but first M50 gold medal national championship, you know, yeah. it's fantastic for him. And like you know, John Murphy who's second there and taking, I know, and taking away from there at the moment, like like. You know, for first and second to come from Cork, from you know John Murphy and Grange, mm. 
is it's massive. Like and even for the Jeremy, delighted for Jeremy. Jeremy's put in some amount of effort, and I you know I was thrilled for him. You know I I, I know he was going again trying to break to two thirty, but he's he's knocking it very close in that door now. So I'm mm-hmm. delighted for him all. Yeah, I met Viv um, at a long run a couple of weeks back down in the marina early on Saturday morning. I was kind of a fanboying. I was like, you're Viv Foley, aren't you? And he was like, yeah. And uh, we had a great chat and he gave me some fantastic advice. And as you say, just a, a ridiculously nice guy. Yeah. Just took like 15 minutes out just like to talk to me just about Marathon and gave me loads of advice for the day and stuff like that. Um, it was fantastic. It was great to meet him and uh, a great one uh, by Viv today. Um, elsewhere, male 55, Carl O'Connell from St. Pinvaris, uh, finishing second there, 251.03. And Tony Dunn from Grange for my um, 80 plus years of age, 625.20. That is absolutely ridiculous at that age. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's like I can't even think about running at the age of 80. I can't think of running any marathon again at the age of 40. <laughs> so he's, he's double my age, Tony is, and like it is just incredible to think, you know, to be still running them times, you know, and to Cottle as well, an unbelievable time for Cottle. Cottle is another lovely fellow again, great time mm-hmm. for him. Um, and like, you know, that's a great bunch of winners there straight away, you know, like there's strong positions in the medals as well. So, you know, that's fantastic. Mm. Absolutely fantastic. And Tufik Alam from Morocco was the overall winner. Um, 2.11.30 was just his second ever marathon. So that's ridiculous going from him. Yeah. And, but I was, I was look, I've talked to my dad today about it. And I, what it, the one thing I would say about Dublin Marathon, and this is nothing against these top lads, you know, I think it's just because we're from, this, from the, com- the country and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But like, there's not many people will even know the results of the top three lads, you know, because yeah. everyone's focused on, the, the every yeah. everyday runners, you know, like yes, you know the rent of Jesus two eleven is fantastic and is brilliant runner, but we can't relate to that. Yeah. <laughs> we we can relate to everybody else in the you know in the club runners and stuff like yeah. that, and you know I guarantee you in probably four or five days time, you ask somebody, well, what was it, the winning time? Oh, I, I don't know, but what yeah. did John John Murphy do? Oh, he ran black, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, and that's what I love about Dublin Martin, You know, it's it is a club run mm. i'll come to it later on which i think they're starting to lose a bit of that at the moment for next year but i'll come to that later okay. on with you in the ladies category uh a fantastic you know among the medals again for the mm. ladies um in the f45 category knee of croning from croning from st finbars fantastic time of three hours and 41 seconds so brilliant running there by knee of uh laura rooney Fantastic time from Watergrass Hill um, in three hours, one minute and 43 seconds. Um, so Laura came third and Neve came second in the F- F45. Mm-hmm. Um, delighted for Laura. We will have Laura on in the next week for a chat because she's had a fantastic year this year. Um, so well done to Laura. And I know Laura's husband, um, Stephen, had a very good time who, you know, has helped you along the way as well. So yeah. well done. Um, in the M55, the 13 hours, the 13 hours of, of sleep has done her well. <laughs> First place, Dolores Duffy from Watergrass Hill in oh, 3.18.59. Another fantastic one by Dolores. And then in second place was John Ennis from Grainsham Moy. And then Linda in the uh, 50, sorry. Yeah, got second. Second, yeah. And in from Watergrass Hill as well in 3.01.70. Like, Linda is just... Yeah. She's a she's she's a machine. She's she's an inspiration honest. to all of us. Um like the galloping 
standing herself like she's just and she makes it look so effortless and if you talk yeah. to her afterwards about anything she's she just go oh yeah sure yeah it was grand like, yeah. you know she yeah. no airs and graces about her, an absolutely fantastic runner and even better person it's absolutely fantastic and like we we still have we we obviously don't have any team results and if you look at them results there like it is an unbelievable day for Iglesi, mm. for Grange for Moy, for St Finbars and for Watergrass Hill like they're you know, four very strong car clubs who have now got, you know, what is I think is tw- 11 medals between them all, you know what I mean? And that, that is, and sorry, and Mallow with Paul. But like the lads, this is a very strong showing from car clubs and I'm absolutely delighted. And, you know, hopefully, you know, everyone can build on from that success. But it's a great outing, tough looking day up there. Um, second half seemed to be a tough outing for most people. Um, we obviously weren't there, so but just by looking at the splits and stuff like that, it did look like that. But um, you know, I think you were talking to a few to somebody mm-hmm. who said it was very warm up there, and you know, so yeah, a buddy of mine from um from he he's from Dundalk and he ran the race and he was saying that um he struggled massively with the heat up there. He said like it it's it, it is unseasonably warm at the moment as well. Um, but like you just said, the heat up there was a, a massive factor and it, it, it apparently caught a lot of people up there. And uh, it was just, uh, I suppose, just one of those things, I guess, that people weren't expecting when you get into mm. the 30th of October. You don't expect it to be like humid and muggy and warm. But that's what it was apparently for the, the, the second half of the race in particular. No, and you don't. And like the problem with weather is you obviously can't predict for weather. You can predict for a lot of things. You can't predict for weather. Um, and like you look at, everyone was looking at the forecast for the last few days and it was constantly changing. The wind was up and down and rain and not rain and everything. Mm. Um, and maybe a bit of rain might have helped to keep the conditions a bit cooler. But it looks like they obviously didn't get that. But, mm-hmm. you know, still fant- oh, an unbelievable day up there. A massive amount of finishers and you know I haven't heard a bad word about it really except for you know I did want to sort out the wind um, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm not sure if they can do that yet not yet, <laughs> not yet. so that's what we have at the moment like if, if I catch any more results between now and my chat with Brian obviously we'll add them we'll, we'll add them in as well but um, well done to everybody well done mm-hmm. to everybody who ran Dublin Marathon from every single club in Cork and beyond um You've deserved your medal, you know. Your family have deserved, you know, a piece of that medal as well. Um, massive shout out to all the volunteers for the double for the day as well. The organisers, because obviously it's a mammoth uh, undertaking. So well done to everybody all to there. And you know, next year again, you know, for some people. Uh, just on the Dublin Marathon as well, I mean, what I thought was very disappointing this morning was the the lack of a live stream. There was a live stream in, in 2019, 2018, 2017. So I was looking forward to to watching the marathon this morning, was looking on the YouTube, refreshing all the social media. Uh, and it wasn't advertised that there wasn't going to be a live stream as far as I can tell. Yeah. Um. So I was massively disappointed we couldn't actually watch the rest of that. Yeah, and the, uh, that, that actually is... That is one of the parts points later on. I was I I, I discussed with you later on with that. Like they are letting themselves down in a few areas where they could really excel, mm. and you know that is a massive area. Like when you're selling twenty five thousand entries, yeah, you know you're 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 up there with some of the biggest margins in. You are up there with the biggest margins in Europe, and you need to be providing a service to you know to people to be able to watch this. And like the tracker, yes, the tracker worked grand this year. You know, there's been years where it's you know hasn't worked, so at least they got that sorted. But there has to be some sort of television, even if it's just at the finish line where you can watch people finish over the line properly. Yeah. You know, 
even that so at least you can see your friends and your family come over that finish line that's the least i think that they could do and it's not that hard let's be honest there you know it's not it's a camera on top of a amount you know it's it is not good enough when you're charging the price that they are charging and they will be charging next year um you know these are simple things that need to be done with it but look yeah. we'll, we'll leave that mail the road and we will come back to <laughs> we'll come back to, our we'll come back to that later on <laughs> Right, so that's the fixtures or the results. Sorry, we'll move on to the fixtures now. For so I be pretty much with. There's a lot of fixtures coming up with this month, so we'll kind of go through them all because you know it's good to get races out there and that people know what races are coming up. You know, not just this week, but also in you know the coming weeks. So um, we start off there. So and now this will be over by the time this 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 show goes out. But and you know. There is the cross country tomorrow on the Monday the thirty first. Um also you also have another one on Sunday the November the sixth. You have the Munster on uneven age junior and senior cross country championship in twenty twenty two. And the venue is in Limerick Race Course. So that should be a very good event. Yeah, it should be. And some a big race actually this so we are this next week actually in Cork City is the run in the dark, five K, ten K options. That one it's a charity event run around the streets of Cork City at night time, which is always a great occasion. And uh, thirty five quid to enter um for um the um for Mark Pollock um that association. Yeah. Um yeah. so it's a fantastic cause and look it is always cool to, to run at night time around the city. Yeah, and I, 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 I don't know if you ever remember, Rory was actually talking to somebody. It wasn't this actual race. There was a similar Samsung race was on a good few years ago, and it was a 10k in around the city. But I must say, it was actually a way better. I wish they didn't have the loops because it's the four loops for the 10k. Yeah. Because it's very congested. They had a great loop before where you start in the city centre, you go towards UCC out towards the lock you did a bit of the loop of the lock which they lit up at the time and you come yeah. all around and it was brilliant it was fantastic you finished off in this right in the center and the town was buzzing and you know you're it was perfect you you know i just think the loop sometimes even though it's a great event but mm -hmm. the loops do kind of just make it a little bit more difficult but look it's a charity event you know we can't really give out too much about it yeah. um saturday the big race um when we've been promoting and you know we had brian on um, sorry, not Brian, Mark Gallagher on last week as well with it. So the Air, Air, Aries Five Mile Road Race, um, fantastic event. You know, really hope people get down to support it. It's a two thirty start, beautiful part of the country. Yeah. Fantastic race, hundred, one hundred prizes. That's like, a lot of prizes. It's mad, like you know. So like, if you want more information, listen back to last week's podcast. You know, Mark was on it. We went through all the race. We went through the course and the whole lot of it. Madness. Brilliant. Um, also, that Saturday the 12th, you have the British and Irish Cross Country Championships in Santry. I know, you know, Paul Maloney, who ran today, is mm. representing Ireland in that. Viv Foley is getting his first ever Irish Fest in that. So, you know, there's going to be plenty of Cork um, interest up in that. Certainly will be. Uh, Sunday the 13th of November as well. Um, one of my favourite races from last year is the Thomas Kent Memorial 10K hosted by St. Nicholas AC. Uh, Castle Lions, 11 o'clock. Lovely part of the world there as well. It's a nice course. It's um first 5K somewhat uphill second 5k somewhat downhill so it's perfectly set up for negative split and look it's uh, it's just a fun race and there was a great atmosphere at it last year it's mm, a great race it is a great race also that day is the the core county juvenile relays the novice b and the intermediate cross country championships uh that's on in riverstick 
And Sunday the 20th of November, um, the Clawing Commons 4K Road Race is the first race starting at 9.30am. That's a great race, Rory. That's one you mm. should try. That's a great event, 4K. One, one, one a month. Great way to see how your fit, fitness is coming along. Brilliant event. So get down to that. And sure, look, if you're that bored and you know whatever like that, head straight into Little Island after it. You know, short trip, the, the Cork Mental Health 5K business house race is an 11 a.m. start um, down in Little Island, 5K. You know, I know, I have known people who've done the two races before because they used to be the same weekend. The clock, one of the races was the same weekend as UCC. So, you know, you're getting back into fitness now there in a, in a few weeks' time. <laughs> two races for you. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. All right. Uh, also, Sunday, November 20th, uh, the Norning McCarthy Memorial Skibreens, five mile and ten mile options there for that one, uh, starting one o'clock and no better place to run. How beautiful will that be down in Skibreen, running ten miles in yeah. Skibreen? Lovely, lovely place, lovely area. And then one, I think that you'll have a bit of an eye on, on Sunday the 26th, Clannacilty Waterf- Waterfront Martin, Half Martin and 10k, 9am start, big events, expensive events by the way may I add yeah. um, a bit too expensive for my for my taste um, but you know you do get a nice medal and a t-shirt and stuff like that um, but yeah bit massive event always sells out so you know yeah, and then, I, then, then I leave the, the, the big one to you. <laughs> yeah, I'll be looking at running in Clannacilty, all right, because I'm not allowed to run the following day at the Great Glenville Run, hosted by uh, the wonderful Watergrass Hill AC. I'll be volunteering on the day. But um, that's in Glenville. It's 11.34 miles. Uh, a nice course. Um, a little bit challenging, but not much. But it's um, going to be a great day, great occasion, great atmosphere. And you'll get to see me at the finish line wave, not you in taking photographs. They should get you emceeing it. You know, even better. You know? That's John's, that's John's job. He's far better at that than I am. And then I just have one there, which is um, is going to be a massive event um, at the start of De- December, which is the Novice Cross Country Championships, um, which is being held by St. Catherine's down in Connor. Um, now, they are holding information meetings on Friday the 4th of November in Ballynow House. And on Connor Hall on Monday the seventh at seven p.m. If anybody wants to get involved with helping organise this, you know, make sure you contact them. Go down on the days, you know, give them a hand because this is going to be an absolute massive undertaking for them. Mm-hmm. Um, I know my brother is a member of Saint Catherine's. He already, you know, the the amount of work that's going into this already is is unbelievable. Um, so you know, we encourage people to, you know, if they're around that area, you know. Give them a hand, help them out because it's going to be a great day for the, the area and for the club. And you know, you want to see it go off without any issues. So give them a shout. I say hit them up on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or whatever, you know, as well. If you want any information from them, give them a shout. But um best of luck to them organizing that because that's going to be a brilliant event for that one. So that's all the the fixtures for the next month of it. Now Dublin Marathon 2023. So, I don't know if you saw this yet, Rory. They have already released the plan for next year. And yeah. I, I nearly fell to the floor when I read the report that came out. <laughs> so, they are now charging 110 euros to run the Dublin Marathon for next year. Was it not that this year, or was it uh, ninety euros? Was it ninety euros this year? Yeah, 
90 euros this year. It was what it was. So 110 euros is now what they've gone to, which mm. to me is steep. Yeah. No. And okay, 110, right? We'll we park that to one side. This is the part that interests me most. So they want to start the lottery system. All right. Yeah. It's seven euros to enter the lotto. And if you don't get in, you get four euro back. Hmm. Now, I've entered London every year for the last seven or eight years, and I haven't had to pay a penny for it. Yep. So I don't know why the Dublin Marathon now expect to pay seven euros just to enter the marathon. What are they putting that down to? Is it just an administration fee? Is Correct. Just... They're saying administration fee is what the three euros is being kept for. That's a bit much, isn't it? And you must remember now, you, if you're not a member or if you weren't a member of a club, mm -hmm. you're paying the two euros on top of that now, this new fee that they bought out. Yeah. So this turns the marathon into a very, very expensive weekend for next year. Prices of Dublin, as we all know from this 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 year, are gone through the roof. Mm -hmm. And I just I cannot see. I'm sorry, no, I cannot see how they can charge 110 euros. And they have 25,000 people which they're signing up for. You know, I just think it's madness. I know there's extra charges, there's extra costs and things like that, and I know that, but you know, 110 euros when people are now start, are, are struggling, you know, and times are tough for everybody and everything like that. And 110 euros is just, it actually made me mad. And the one thing I thought in my head was, thanks be to God, I already have not doing that next year. <laughs> 110 euros, a massive amount. I mean, like it was, what, like, as you said, 90 quid this year. It's far more expensive than the London Marathon. As you mentioned, I, I entered the lottery for the London Marathon as well, and that was just sign up and, and hope for the best. Yeah. There was no cost involved to that. So the just it seems a bit like it's just a money-making exercise charging people for a lottery. Um, and especially if you don't get it, they are they'll, they'll give you some of that lottery feedback, but not all of it. It just seems like a lot. Like, like I don't like all right. I can if you want to charge 110 euros, you charge 110 euros. But charging, taking seven euros straight away, you know, for a lottery position is just I I can't get my head around it, and I just it it actually made me angry today, and it made me it made me annoyed at the Dublin Marathon for it because. <laughs> I love the Dublin Marathon, like, and the volunteers have fantastic marathon. The three or four times I've done it, sport and the course is brilliant. Volunteers, brilliant. You know, no, I've 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 looked, been reading some of the comments on it this year, and you know, I, a couple of comments. I was not there, so I don't know how true this is, and I haven't spoken to anybody about this yet. But what I've read is that quality of the hat is not as good as the last few years. The quality of the t-shirts is not as good as the last few years. The goodie bag, as even though you've got a lot of stuff in it, the goodie bag itself no. fell apart for some people. No, again, I don't know how true that is. I'm just going what I read. So you're up in the price for people. You want to be up in your ante. You want to be up in the, you know, YouTube at least having, you know, a feed for the race for people to be able to watch it. Yeah. You want to be able to watch your family finish the line, cross the line. You know, small things like that. They need to up their ante if they're going down this road. 
Yeah, I'm just leaving looking at the comments here in the Facebook post that they put up about it. And a lot of people are giving out about the cost, saying that's far more expensive. If you're a UK resident, London is only 50 quid. Uh, Prague is 67 euro. Um, it, 110 euro, like crossing that 100 euro mark is a huge thing. Yeah. Now, I'll play devil's advocate a bit here, and you touched on as well there, Jamie, in that like costs have gone up. The cost of running races has gone up. And the cost of organising races has gone up, but to go from from was it ninety quid this year to hundred and ten euros, a twenty quid increase, um, is a huge amount of money. And like, at what point do you say hundred and ten euros too much for a race? Yeah, and look, I and people will pay it. Don't get me wrong, there's they will sell these out, and the people will pay them. And you know, there's not much we can do. But I just think, I think personally, it is just madness and i do agree with you yes costs have gone up but they have not gone up with 20 euros per person mm. by twenty-five thousand. now i'm not very good at maths but i'm well if, if i have one what's 25 what's twenty-five thousand? <laughs> 25 000 multiplied by 20 million. like you know you're is it half a million or whatever like that you know like you know it's something stupid i can't say you know i'm not very good at maths whatever it is anyway um it's madness so all the best to them i won't be there um you i don't know you might be there but i would i would much rather do some somewhere else now i think because i just no I, that's annoyed me. Yeah, I, I, I get it. I, 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 the lottery thing is just a bit much as well. If you're not successful for the lottery, we're just going to take three euros off you, and, and that's it. It can't cost that much money per unsuccessful applicant to run for, an online lottery. No, for admin fee? Oh, come on, no. Come on. Yeah, it's a bit much. But look, we want we want well, and we 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 look at the positive. We finish on the positive notes. Positive notes. It was a fantastic Sunday up in Dublin for car clubs. Mm-hmm. fantastic day for cork runners and for you know families are and all involved you know we your your club you know i know all your friends you know you were all, you'd be very proud of them i'm very proud of all the lads i train with you know it's a fantastic achievement for everybody so well done to everybody i will finish with this note we have we were looking for people to send us in voice notes of how you got on. So what we're looking for is your name, your club, your time, and just a small, loved it, you know, horrible, second half was horrible, blah, 20, 15, 20 seconds. And what we're looking to do then is we're trying to, if we get enough of them and, you know, we, we have it in next week's podcast where we will, you know, sprinkle them in throughout the show so that we can celebrate with everyone, every cock runner that we can. So make sure you get the words out there Myself and Rory won't be doing it. We could say, oh, my name is Damien Kennedy from Eagle AC. I ran from the couch to the bathroom <laughs> in two <laughs> seconds. <laughs> you know, it went brilliantly. Uh, so like that, that's all you need to do. And um, I think it'd just be a, a great way just to, you know, promote Cork Runners and how well they did up there and pass on the word, you know, family, friends, you know, if you're shy, get someone else to do it for you. There's no problems. Or even if you just wanted to give someone a shout out for it, do that. We'd be delighted to take it all. Um, so, you know, I think it's we cannot do anything more than promote cork running. And that's what we love doing. And that's what we want to do.
Fair play, lad. You're doing a fantastic job with this podcast as well for, for Cork running. Like a lot of the runners I'm speaking to, are, they're all listening to the podcast, which is fantastic here. So, so keep it up. You're doing a fantastic yeah. job, and I, I'm listening uh, every week, and I love it. Yeah, and I would say the numbers for the Dublin Marathon has special, especially like it's it's by I'd say nearly tomorrow, which people are still listening today. Weirdly enough, we'll be at fifteen hundred mm. listens, like which for you know a local local Cork podcast that we're only added a few weeks you know, is not too shabby. And no, this is just going to shoot up because we've uh, the voice of Cork, you know, <laughs> the, the with us today. So, you know, we're going to be at the millions by next few weeks. <laughs> yeah, be sure, be sure to listen to the big red bench in Cork Trail FM every Saturday and Sunday from 6pm. Like, yeah. Plug in there now. <laughs> dead right too, dead right too. But no, Brian, or Rory, I'm so used to saying Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Rory, thank you for joining me today. Uh, thanks for having me. It's been a it's been a really really enjoyable evening. Thanks for talking. We'll make sure it won't be the last time we'll catch up with you again. And um, thanks for everything. Thanks. Yeah, hopefully thanks. I won't be announcing my running retirement in the next that's show. It. Yeah, exactly. I might be joining with you two of us sitting down going, "Well, it was a good run that we had." <laughs> uh, thanks for everything. Thanks, enjoy David. your recovery. Enjoy getting back to running. Good, buddy. Appreciate that.